When was the last time you guys purchased a sporting event on pay-per-view? Ooh, man, this one's that that's got to go back a while. UFC 200. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't even know if Scott, I can. I've, I've never purchased one on my own. I've done it a couple times, okay. like with a group of people, but I couldn't even tell you the last time. And I think we were in. So at that UFC 200. Uh, I was on the road with the Tulsa Roughnecks at that time, and we were in McCallum, Texas at the hotel in the banquet room. And that is where I think that we we purchased the UFC pay-per-view so, we could, all, so we could all watch it. But yeah. But we split it up. But I would think that that was it. Now, trying to remember, uh, you know what? Maybe... Maybe we did buy the Floyd and Pacquiao fight. There's a boxing match that's somewhere in there that I didn't. I was having some hassle with the super secret way to typically watch yeah, the pay-per-view. Yeah. There was something that was going on. I was like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. I'm just buying it and being done with it. But maybe two. When was UFC 200, by the way? 2006? 16 2015 16 ish yeah so maybe two in from now to 2016 okay i i remember going to a friend's house to watch the mayweather mcgregor fight that was purchased via pay-per-view uh-huh and i know mayweather pacquiao i went to a watch party but i didn't purchase it yes as for boxing i i don't know i can't remember I, there was a period of time that I, I I bought pay-per-views, but I can't remember the last one that I purchased on my own boxing-wise. And then with the UFC, UFC 200 was one that I purchased just like you. You know, there's there's ways to watch maybe some of the ones that aren't, uh, aren't as loaded as others. I'm just um, telling you but, now, like uh, TikTok is, uh, is resourceful yeah. now, wink, wink, if right. you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> so there's ways around it. Anyway, I, I bring that up because with all the talk about streaming and, and you know, with sports streaming, it's a popular talk, topic of conversation. This week, Roger Goodell said that the Super Bowl would never be streamed on his watch, right? So that got some people thinking, the good people at Front Office Sports, what would a pay-per-view Super Bowl look like? $100. I think ninety nine so ninety nine. They polled people that identify as NFL fans. Their pronoun is NFL fan. <laughs> <laughs> Only twenty eight percent of the NFL fans polled said they would pay for a Super Bowl on pay per view. See, so I think you can skew that a little bit because I would think that the major if those are NFL fans, if that's their pronoun is NFLer and how they identify, the majority of them that do not have DirecTV have already kind of gone the route of I know how to watch my team. Well, that's what I was about to get to. 70% of the people that, that were polled said they would still watch it but they wouldn't pay 
via pay-per-view. Yeah, I think that that would be a lot of them. Now, the UFC has done a a better job recently of trying to crack down on the illegal streams. Getting rid of all of them is incredibly difficult. Good luck. Like the way that TikTok gets around it is is that before uh the last boxing match that a buddy told me that he was watching on TikTok he had told me Colby that the person that was streaming it on TikTok would stop the live stream between the rounds and then fire it back up again and that according oh, okay. according to my friend's research kept them from being able to hone in on on the stream and shutting it down um, but you know they, the UFC, I believe, did prosecute some people from Europe that were piping in some of those illegal streams. Now they didn't go after each individual that was watching it because good luck on on finding that. And plus, if you have a VPN, chances of them finding you are slim and none. Well, I think I I, it, it, I think this is kind of like uh, the Napster thing. Like I. I I don't think you viewing it as illegal. You sharing you it. You sharing it is. is the illegal yes. Part, even though right? Dana at one time said, hey, we will yeah. go after you even yeah. if you're watching it. Well, well, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, it's more than likely not going to be the case. But, yeah, I think the, most people would probably try to find a way around it. Um, 70% said they would. And that doesn't surprise me at all with as as more tech savvy as we continue to get. And the price point of 99 might be one that's like even standard def. You know, they might try to make the HD or even like, uh, hey, hey, you want to watch this bad boy in 4K? Will you pay 150 for it? Will you pay 189.99 for the Super Bowl? So here's my next question, and I'll give you the numbers here in a sec. But let's let's pretend for the sake of argument, there's no way to find a stream of this. Uh-huh. Your only access to watch the Super Bowl is paying for it via pay-per-view. What is the number that you would pay to watch the Super Bowl? I think or I'd... is is there a cutoff? Like, are you talking just like a, a random Super Bowl or a Super Bowl with your team in it? Just random Super Bowl. Random? Because obviously your fandom is going to yeah, make you do things I, that you wouldn't normally do. I would say that it would probably become more of a communal approach. Mm. Like I, there, there would be a party every year where you'd split up some of it, but just individually, I think I would probably tap out about 125. It's an event, you know, okay. it's just, yeah. it's just one of those things that's so American. Now you, it's hard to get around it. And I'm still intrigued by the entire, entire dumb process. I think what's happening in Vegas now is a fascinating look about how just eight years ago, Roger Goodell was testifying in front of Congress about how gambling <laughs> was going to end professional sports. Right. And here they are, not only with a team, but playing the Super Bowl there and wrapping his arms around gambling. And um, the Super Bowl is such a spectacle in its own right. It's not even about the football game anymore, really. You know, we build up the entire road to the Super Bowl the entire time, and then the, the game becomes like an afterthought in so many cases. So of the people polled, in terms of a price point on pay-per-view, 11% said they would spend between 65 and $85. That's not even the price of like a UFC pay-per-view now. UFC pay-per-views are 85 Are they 85 Yeah. Okay. 
29% said they would pay between 35 and 65 and 31% said they wouldn't pay more than 15. Oh, well, you ain't watching it. That that is a group of people that hasn't recent, recently purchased anything on pay-per-view recently at all. It's also a group of people though that I probably looks at it from the standpoint of I normally get this for free. So why would why I pay do a I want to pay it? Money? Why do I want to pay it? Yeah. And by the way, Goodell might have said under my watch. I think the key phrase there is under my watch. How much longer That's is right. he going to do this? That's right. Under his watch. Because this is the the train is already rolling. And I I would not be shocked at all that if in 10 years that that's not a legit thing. I mean, at some point in time, he's going to want to take his $40 million a, sal- a year salary and actually, I don't know, live his life with it, correct? Depends, depends uh, you know, what that ego looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. It is a, it's a unique question, though, especially, as you said, with everything that's, that's happening today. And on top of that today, not only did we have the announcement yesterday about ESPN Fox and Warner Brothers Discovery going on their little venture, ESPN comes out today and goes, oh, hey, by the way, our standalone app, we're going to debut in 25. Which is separate from the one they just talked about yesterday. So you'll be able to get all wow. the ESPN channels and your ESPN Plus elements on this standalone thing that they're going to launch. Fascinating stuff, man. I just I, I read this article and it just kind of struck me as very intriguing on how people would approach the Super Bowl in that scenario because again everybody watches the super bowl right even if you're not a football fan per se everybody has some sort of of interest whether it's the halftime show or commercials or just the the fanfare that's involved in you know this spectacle that is yeah and i mean what streamers have figured out and what some of these networks have is that you know let's take peacock for an example how does peacock bolster numbers and the subscriptions that they got because of one NFL game. They dangle sports in front of everyone. They dangle live programming, you know, because they know that sports fans amongst any other group are, are willing to go above and beyond when it comes to paying to watch stuff. And we're all in the same boat. We want to watch it. So we're ready to open up the checkbooks. Checkbook. That's such an old term now. I don't even own a checkbook anymore. <laughs> it's like, we're ready to open up and uh, swipe the credit card or, or type in the credit card number just to get access to what we want to watch. You don't own a checkbook at all? I don't have a checkbook. I couldn't tell you the last time I wrote a check. And I was king check for a while, buddy. Well, I, I can't tell you the last time I wrote a check either, but I do have a check. Like, I have checks. The last check that I wrote, case. and it... And when the checkbook ran out, I did not reorder. And that was probably six years ago. (laughs) Nice. And I was write a check at everywhere guy. I was write a check at gas station guy for a while. No way. Yeah. I was was a, 
hey, here's a check. Put it in your little fancy machine at Walmart you know what? and let That's it print out for you. That's probably the karma that ultimately gets you Boston host regularly uh, I probably deserve it. <laughs> I probably deserve it. Yeah, I would be that guy in line at Walmart that would be like, like, oh, this guy's writing a check now. I gotta wait longer. Well, I would take. I would go the other route, which was I'd hand them the blank check and they'd put it in the little machine, you know, and it'd oh, type yeah, it out yeah, yeah. for you on it. I was that guy. <laughs> I think I got joy out of seeing people get irritated behind me because I was. Oh, he's opening up the checkbook. The checkbook, yeah. Hey, I ordered these from the bank, so I'm going to use them, buddy. <laughs> I awesome. I would write a check and take it to where like you pay the utilities i would go downtown and write a check for the water bill <laughs> did you spring for the specialty checks you know i did you know i did i've had them all come on throw it at me i've had them all 49ers checks. oh yeah bet your ass yes when I was in my NASCAR phase, did I have NASCAR checks? Oh, yeah. Nobody that's writing checks at gas stations has normal checks. <laughs> at all. At all. Oh, you have specialty checks if you're writing checks at gas stations. Yeah. Ah, do you take a check? <laughs> well, yes, we do. Well, let me write you a... A check on this. Your big memo guy? Talladega 500 <laughs> checkbook that I've got here. Did I write a memo? Yeah, I'd write gas. <laughs> or I'd write Snickers bar. <laughs> you paid for a Snickers with a check. Can I go ahead and write that for $20 over? <laughs> Sir, do you want it for the correct amount? No, I'd like a 20, please. <laughs> every time. Almost every time. Every time. It's funny, I rarely do that with my debit card, but when I did write, in the rare instances I did write checks back in the day. Yeah, you got to have cash. Always, always over. Got to have cash. Yeah. And I don't do it Give with my, my card either. I'm exactly like you. And then always at the end of the month, the bank would send you the photocopy versions of all the checks that you wrote. Oh, yeah. So the envelope would, in my case, would weigh like 50 pounds. <laughs> Because it was a check, I it was it was a version of a CVS receipt. How fast did you go through a book of checks? Oh, Scott, it was like, like on a week auto reorder. It seemed like because it was just check this after check amazing. after check. I was also I don't believe an auto deposit guy for a while. I don't trust him. <laughs> Give me the paper check so I can go cash it myself. <laughs> Speaking of that, we need to have a conversation okay. off the air about uh, an element of that. But yes. <laughs> oh, I know. I Receiving know. checks is about as I, bad as. Yeah, man. I I, I know. Checks. And I, I know what that conversation is going to be. And I've already asked them if we could change the way that things are happening, the way that it's things go. So, yes. 2024. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> Hashtag technology. Just want you to know I'm trying. All right. We've got to take a timeout. I'm Colby Daniels. That is the check writer himself, former, Jeremy Poplin. Former check writer. Listen, you're forever a check writer. No, I don't own that, a checkbook that, that, anymore, so you, I can't be but, check guy but if I don't have a checkbook. you were that guy, and it's it's always going to be a part of your being. <laughs> Listen, I there's a part of me that didn't want to let go to a forgotten part of society. <laughs> 
I was also a flip through yellow pages guy. Did, did it was was the checkbook in your back pocket? I, I had them stashed everywhere. The problem is I wrote checks and I never balanced my checkbook. So I'd have a checkbook in the car. I'd have a checkbook that would stay in my back pocket. So you just had random check numbers just thrown yes, out there? Yes, they were never in sequential order at all because I was writing checks everywhere. <laughs> By the, my parents led me to believe that writing a hot check when I was a child was like you would go to prison. But I never wrote, wrote, a, hot wrote a hot check, though. But you're right. That was that – was, you were a – you might as well have done two years in prison. If you wrote a hot check, especially in small towns where they would put the check oh, yeah. and blow it you up on the as door. Well have well, been... Yeah, welcome to McAllister. You're going to the state pen. Yes. Welcome yeah. to Big Mac, baby. Like Kawita that you would go up and they would have the counter at the gas station. And they'd always have that. It was like a cover that they had on the counter, but it was see-through. So you could put advertisements underneath it, but there was also the section there where there was like 50 hot checks that they would just place under there so they, anyone that walked up to the counter could see be like, oh, I went to high school with that guy, and he's over here writing hot checks now. Yeah. Clubbing somebody's kneecaps would be met with less disdain than a hot check writer. <laughs> yes, hot check writer, you, yeah, you, scum were, of the earth. you were Jeff Galuli. You you just kneecapped Tanya or uh, Nancy Kerrigan for sure, yeah. and Tanya Harding might have paid you in a check. Oh, she definitely wrote a check. Oh, for she that. could write me a check With anytime she wanted. Remember when Jerry Springer got in trouble she for could, writing a check? Tanya Harding is a hot check. Talking and about- that is the line of the day. It's not getting any better than Tanya Harding is. A hot check. We've got to take a timeout. This is the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.